0: and welcome to a riveting riveting episode we have a lot planned for you today of the Sunday conversation podcast um this is episode number 147
1: can you hear
0: could you hear me snapping and pointing at you
1: yeah well I can't hear you pointing at me but I can see it yeah 147 (laughs) let's
0: go Sunday conversation we're uh uh, in the land of our sponsors. We're at our sponsor's house.
1: Working those new deals, baby.
0: Yep. Loyalty Liquors. Taco Casa. Loyalty Liquors is doing a hell of a uh, of a bottle giveaway right now. Whiskey. Oh, what is it? Tell me. Oh, no. Like, there's a shitload of them. Oh, Like, wow. they're doing, like, basically anybody that goes in and buys any bottle of bourbon in the whole month gets like entered into a raffle and they're just giving away a ton of sweet shit right now
1: so oh, shout out okay. loyalty liquors shout out loyalty yeah. Liquors.
0: yeah but uh how are you bro how was your week
1: uh my week was was good ben it was a little a uh, little all over the place this was uh uh pray you know work this is crazy last week this week this week coming up and then uh the, the last week of the month really in December really isn't awful but that's when I have a lot of normal life stuff going on but um busy 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 you know I uh I started kicking the tires on getting my own Rolex not waiting another 350 episodes so that was at least exciting um
0: oh, who, knew, you never, who knew you it was never... such a process also, you never know what my bottom line is going to be looking like in 350 episodes. But <laughs> that's that's the, honestly more what the, I'm concerned no way, about. The way that uh, no, actually, fuck, you're getting you're getting another one.
1: So <laughs> get ready for your
0: submariner, buddy.
1: <laughs> um, so that that all happened. I gotta do. Uh, I gotta go Christmas present shopping today, which sucks. I fucking it's the my least favorite day of the year. It is the day I have the least amount of patience for the general public. It is the day where I stand in line at places and just stare at the back of people's heads and think, if I just punch this guy in the fucking head, would I be able to get out of here before anybody caught me?
0: Would and- I improve my Christmas spirit? <laughs> if I, punched-
1: I mean, dude, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about this. they They're like, I fucking love Christmas. My house is all decorated and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I've already gotten all these presents and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I literally don't even think about Christmas until like December 23rd. Like I'll go Christmas shopping today because it has to get done. And I, and I have some time to do it today, but like, I won't even think about what's going on for Christmas until Friday night, probably. So that's me, man. That's me. But uh, what's up with you? What are you doing in Dallas?
0: Uh, welding. We're doing we're doing some fence work. So that's always exciting, you know. Just honing my craft. But yeah, it's fucking freezing here. It's thirty seven degrees. Um, just a brisk, brisk Texas air, which I kind of realized that like. If you got to do manual labor, like, the cold sucks. Like, every, I, and by the way, I also, like, this is so random. I didn't realize the Mason-Dixon line was so far up north. You know it's just under Pennsylvania?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I didn't, okay, I I didn't,
1: let me rephrase that. I didn't know exactly where it was, but I knew it was somewhere around the border of Ohio. I knew it it was further north.
0: Well, either way. I was about to say like you know I just can't see myself above the Mason Dixon line like working anymore but I'm well fucking below it and I will tell you that you know there's just something about it like like the the energy it's just not there it's like your motivation is like going into like shivering and like staying warm and it's like How the fuck, like, I was just, like, thinking about the, like, fucking anybody in, like, Alaska that, like, works on a pipeline or Alberta or all these fucking far north places where it's, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, it's negative 47 today, but with the wind chill, it's negative 85, you know, it's, like, what, in what, like, how does the brain even, you know, I don't understand it. It's just like I felt like so slow yesterday and lethargic, and it's not even that cold. Forty. It was forty-eight degrees.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think it's like a point of pride for people. Like I think that they like, and and don't get me wrong, I think it's impressive as fuck. No, I think you're right. Like
0: like the football guys, like oh yeah, Yeah. we're in Buffalo. It's let's wear t-shirts like because we're tough as nails,
1: Right. right?
0: Something tells me that they're they're just cold as shit on the inside it's well dude i
1: mean you and i i mean you've played and you know when we were growing up a lot of hockey rinks were still outdoors like there was still right. like, a you lot tried. of outdoor rinks there was a and bunch yeah i remember going and playing at uh aof when it was still out you know when it was still wasn't closed in and uh i remember spilling water on my jersey It was early to frozen on the front of my jersey. So like, you know, we, we, you know, used to deal with that shit too. But these guys that work outside in it and dude, think about the guys that work on like the King Crab boats in Alaska. So not only fucking freezing outside, but you're getting sprayed with fucking ocean water. That's, you know, freezing cold. That's freezing. Well, it's literally, (laughs) yeah, like you know 32 probably yeah because the salt the salt and it keeps it from freezing so it can be 32 degrees and not freeze so and
0: and fun fact like okay if you're gonna make ice cream you put fucking rock salt and ice together to make it last longer well let's put salt water and ice and just make a concoction that'll never go away shout out the (laughs) icebergs
1: shout out uh shout out the uh The aliens. Um, Yeah, I I don't know, man. But yeah,
0: I mean, I guess like, I mean, that's just me. Like, you know, I guess. I, you know, it's not like I like didn't do the work and I like. It just was cold. It's like there's no. I'm not bitching. I'm just simply saying that it's like, I don't think it's as conducive for like labor intensive like work to be freezing it's just so that's that shout out i mean i think you're right
1: (laughs) i i mean i dude i was walking sasha the other night and it was i mean it's not full-on winter here yet but it was probably low 30s and windy as fuck i was walking sasha and i was like dude like what the fuck And I think back and it's like, I've had Sasha, January will be 12 years. So for 12 fucking years, I've just been subjecting myself to like cold New England evening temperatures, like taking her for walks and stuff, because like, that's the contract I entered into when I got this dog was that like, I would make sure that she was taken care of and it fucking sucks. I guess I really never thought about it until like literally the other night. It was like, She's, like, smelling the spot in the grass. There's, like, 30-mile-per-hour winds. It's fucking 31 degrees outside. I'm like, this sucks. Like, it's but just it's sucks.
0: like, okay, it is your time. It's technically your time. If you're not cold, enjoy it. But this sucks. Yeah, right. Like, I don't I'm, I'm not good.
1: having fun. <laughs> I get a funny story about hey, the cold. Can, but... Hey,
0: can you read my, uh, my subliminal... Um, what would that be, your... Uh, like read a room, Sasha, read a room. Yeah, I'm Sasha, not having re- read right the now. room. Like, this fun. sucks. Oh
1: my God. You know, you look up at me every 20 seconds. Just like, can you look up at me and see how fucking miserable I am? Um, I got a funny story about the cold. So actually this is, I have a, a funny picture from this day where Sasha was a puppy and I had her in like a, I was wearing a zip up sweatshirt and I had her in my sweatshirt, but, uh, it was, you remember the outdoor game they did at Wrenchler field with the Hartford whale? sure sure yeah so that for people that don't know there was a an outdoor ahl game at wrenchler field in east hartford uh where for
0: yukon football plays where yukon
1: football plays it was the hartford whale which w- was the wolf pack before and is now the wolf pack again the new york rangers farm <laughs> team
0: <laughs> that like, sounds it, so funny though
1: it? it was yeah, like, we, they had were...
0: a, we had a brief stint being the whale I wonder if they got into like some like money issues and they were like, oh, we got to change the name. Or did it just not go well? I bet you anyway, just didn't sorry, go well. But
1: um, so this game was, like I said, it was an outdoor game. It was in, it had to have been in January or February because I had Sasha. She was a puppy. So it was either late January or, or early February. And uh, it was fucking cold. It was like, It was one of those days in new England, Benny, you know, these days where it was like 15 degrees, but it was windy as fuck. So it was like, you know, real feel like five to 10 degrees below zero when the wind's whipping. And it was, it was windy. So I got a bunch of free tickets from, I was working for my grandfather at the time. One of our distributors got me like eight free tickets. So we got a crew of people together to go. And this was when I was living in, uh, that apartment on uh, Sycamore Lane. And so, you know, we've got this crew over, getting ready to go to the game, and everybody's like, I don't know, like, it's kind of fucking cold out. Like, I don't know if we want to deal with this and blah, blah, blah. So I just, it, you know, immediately start being fucking hard New England guy and go, it's not that fucking cold out, you pussies. Like, it's not that bad. I had got... I had gone to – the Patriots played the Titans in the playoffs in the divisional round in 2004, 2005, and that game with the wind chill was like 15 degrees below zero. Um, Patriots, Titans, playoffs. Um, And so – and I, you know, sat there the whole time. Uh, So the temperature kickoff was four degrees with the wind chill of – minus 10 coldest Patriots game in history. And so I was at that game and we sat through the whole game, you know, and like made it. And it was like, I mean, it was obviously fucking cold, but like, you know, we made it through. So in my head, I'm like telling these guys, I'm like, Oh, you pussies. Like you got, like I could sit through this. No problem. We get to rent field. We get outside. We're outside for maybe five minutes. And I'm like, this sucks. Like we got to get the fuck out of here. I dropped a, a $5 bill at one point. And Ben, I didn't even get it back. It 30 mile per hour went just boop gone. Like the thing just flew off. And I was like, well, oh, that's the end of that. And uh long story
0: long. Hey, hey just think that five dollar bill right now would be worth like a mm, dollar eighty-five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so long long story long. Uh we left after about Fifteen minutes. We got there and I was like, "Nope, not sitting through this," and just fucking turned around and left.
0: I'm sure it makes a difference being in a stadium that's not really like a real stadium. It's like open, yeah. you know. There's no well. Plus, you like, can't really uh, like, get out of the wind there. Plus, the nice alu- aluminum bleachers, just compounding the uh, the wind
1: chill. Right. Well, plus, yeah, like, fuck that, dude. A Patriots playoff game is a lot different than a fucking AHL outdoor game. You know, I bet you most
0: of our listeners right now don't know what the AHL is. So
1: Yeah, right. It's the uh I was the just, Always Hungry Lee. Yeah, I was just gonna make a <laughs> bad joke that would have not gone over well with our listeners in Botswana. Um but uh yeah, the well, winter's here, man. What about you? Are you what are your Christmas plans? Are you coming back up here for Christmas? Uh the week
0: after. Up mm. like up all into New
1: Year's. Mm. I guess the
0: day after, really.
1: Yeah, that was funny. We're when just driving text, all text, over the place. You texted me. You're like, uh, <laughs> you're like, "Hey, what's going on for New Year's Eve?" I'm like, "I don't know, bro. I got two weddings. Don't ask me. I got fucking literally. That's, I gotta go rent sounds, a tuxedo that today." That like my night, my
0: worst nightmare right there.
1: Ben, have I explained this to you the way this is, this all works?
0: Yeah, you're like, yeah, you did. I think you actually explained it on here how yeah, like okay. you're gonna go to. It's it's ridiculous. Like a, uh,
1: Ceremony, yeah. ceremony, cocktail hour, part of reception, dinner reception.
0: Yeah. It's incredible.
1: So it's a long day, man. Um,
0: hey. Hey. So um last week didn't that guy go he's in jail right now. That's kind of like a big uh SPF, weren't oh, we? We're Sam,
1: Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah. Yeah, he we, we not only well, from what I understand, I haven't paid attention to it the last couple of days, but well, a couple of things. How about that fucking video I sent you of the current, you know, quote unquote, CEO of, of FTX, who, it, for those that are, haven't followed the story, after FTX the collapse, FTX's collapse, they hired this guy who is a basically a specialist when it comes to corporate bankruptcy. And he's he said, I think he said in the video he's done like ten or eleven, you know, major corporation bankruptcy proceedings. And, and he, go ahead.
0: The, oh no! So when he's like reading off, you, mm. that's the guy.
1: That's, that's the, the guy.
0: I I didn't realize that. that so this okay. so
1: this guy was was most notably known for handling Enron's Enron, I bankruptcy. Believe
0: yeah
1: (laughs) and for those who like don't know the enron story first of all there's a documentary it's on one of the four major streaming services it's called enron the smartest guys in the room it's from like probably the mid to late 2000s, and it is excellent it's not very long i think it's like an hour and 15 minutes and it's it's unbelievable to see like the level of corporate malfeasance that was going on um but what basically was Enron's downfall was they made up this own, their own form of accounting where like if Ben and I own a company and we do a deal, you don't mark the deal as done and put it on your books until the deal is complete and you've been paid for your services. Enron basically made up this form of accounting. I don't know if they made it up. They may have gotten it from somewhere else, but this form of accounting where they would record profit and losses for deals that hadn't even started yet. And it made them out to be a extremely profitable company, more profitable than they actually were. And as these things tend to do, eventually it caught up with them. So anyways, this guy that is now, you know, quotations running FTX, cause nobody's running it. They're just going through the bankruptcy proceedings also was in charge of Enron's bankruptcy proceedings. Hey, I got
0: a quick question on that really like, if every, if they just lost all the money and they lost everyone's money, where are they getting the money right now to still be a company? Like that doesn't make sense to me. It's like, to me, it's like, well, you just lost everybody's money. How are you possibly like operating that guy's getting paid right now? Like the, right. the, that the new CEO, like they're going into, you know, so do they have, like, a trove somewhere that's, like, unaccounted for? Or like,
1: Well, I'd imagine, <sighs> I'd imagine they have some kind of operating account and operating capital. Plus, I mean, bankruptcy is a weird thing, right? Because it depends how you file. Obviously, they're probably not filing for a restructure. You know, you can file to just restructure the company and restructure your debt. Obviously, I don't think that's what's happening here since they have, like, $40 billion worth of debt. So what ends up happening is you you sell off all your assets that are worth anything you that goes towards your debt and then the rest of the debt is but i guess that's pretty much uh, forgiven but they but they they is, have to have some kind debt, of operating capital is the
0: debt right but the debt is all the people's money that they lost right is that the debt now or is that not uh, that how will it works? That,
1: that will go
0: um because like hear me out uh, they sell one of their Bahamas uh buildings for four and a half million dollars which is nothing in the in you know right. in reality to the four billion that they owe 40 billion. $40, right forty billion that they owe so now the four million like you would like is that what it's like being an investor basically it's just like you're okay this may or may not work and if it doesn't work like if there's a catastrophic loss, like, Oh, don't, don't worry. You, the investor, you're not getting your money back, but they're going to be able to scrape together their business a little bit. Like, I don't know. It just seems like, it seems crazy to me. I think it's all unbelievable, like a learning opportunity for, for many. Like it's, it's very crazy to think, you know, it's like, I'm,
1: And see, like, I don't even know because I don't know if, like, like ten billion dollars of that money went from FTX to Alameda, right? So, like, is that that move does that that is technically moved off of FTX's books? Is that still part of the bankruptcy proceeding? Because now it's not technically a ten; it's not an asset of theirs. Um, I don't know. A lot of this is above my pay grade. Like, they
0: they sell a house four million bucks and they owe, you know, forty billion dollars to investors. You know, are they busting that up? are they dividing that that but, that, uh, but Baden, the 4 thing million, is that- you can't even like just say you were hypothetically going to be like all right we're going to divide up that 4 million and just send it back to investors and it's like all right you got 4 cents you get 1 cent you know it's like but well, it doesn't you couldn't even do it because you know a billion is so much more than 4 million it's like there is no money like it's just That's why it's just all crazy to me in terms of, like, how is FTX still even a brand? Like, to me, it should just be, like, done, over, you all lost. Like, that's it. Like, But it's still, like, FTX is battling legal, you know, procedures and, like, I don't know. If they come out of this, that was the other thing I wanted to say. Like, if FTX is, I guess it's like like Robin Hood. What about Robin Hood? People are still putting shit in Robin Hood
1: yeah but the difference was is that robin hood didn't like didn't didn't necessarily like take investors money and do what they wanted with it robin hood just didn't let people trade more or less which
0: right you know
1: but they didn't they didn't physically take anybody's money where ftx took people's money the thing about ftx though is that like i'd imagine i don't know this for a fact but i'd imagine When you put your money into FTX, same as Coinbase or any other exchange, both crypto stocks, whatever, like, I bet you in that user agreement, it says that, like, if you lose, if your money gets lost, like, we're not on the hook for it. Like, it doesn't have FDIC, sorry, it doesn't have FDIC insurance with it. Like, if you put all your money into a stock and the company goes bankrupt and you, like, you lose, so I don't know. I don't know how that gets handled in a bankruptcy proceeding. Um, but any, anyways, this is why I guess if we were to do an interview, we should interview a bankruptcy lawyer. Actually, we should interview that guy that emailed us, that had the fake assistant that emailed us. Remember that? Oh, yes.
0: How, that? He's the perfect guy. I mean, you uh, saw all his credentials.
1: <laughs> um So going back to where this, that tangent diverted from. So this guy who was in charge of Enron's bankruptcy proceedings, now in charge of FDX's bankruptcy proceeding. He was doing, giving testimony to Congress this week. And he said that it was like one of the worst like corporate structures he's ever seen. to the point where keep in mind, people, this was a company that had was managing $40 billion in assets. They were using QuickBooks, to balance their books. Now, as the guy says, QuickBooks is a great program. It's great if you own a small business. If you have, you know, like uh, like loyalty liquors, QuickBooks would be perfect for loyalty liquors. You know, keeps track of your P's and L's keeps track of the invoices. Well, Very there's simple. There's a perfect
0: example. Loyalty liquors, as a full blown accountant, so
1: yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> an FDX, a forty billion dollar company, or a company managing forty billion dollars in assets, was using QuickBooks they were sending invoices on Slack and like, you know, uh, um, uh, what's that
0: like a messenger site or something? Slack,
1: Slack oh. is like a court. Yeah. It's like a corporate messaging app. Like when I, the bar I bartend at, like there was a period where we were using Slack um, for like time off requests and stuff like that. We don't use it anymore, but um, it's basically just a, a messaging tool. Like it, it, you know, it could be done through email. Oh, you're
0: saying it was one of Mark Cuban's ventures?
1: No, not like a cyber dust. <laughs> um, uh. But, but so anyway, it's like, yeah. So now Sam Bankman Freed is, is in detained in the Bahamas. And I guess the best part is, is that like, he's been, uh, apparently he's like been like, I will not, I don't want to be extradited. Like, you know, he's trying to fight the extradition to the United States. And I read an article the other day that said like the the prison conditions are so fucking terrible in the Bahamas that like he may actually end up like agreeing to be extradited just because it's so fucking terrible to be in prison there.
0: Um, here's my other thing, or not my other thing, but on that same thought, I'm saying right now there's no fucking chance Sam Bankman Freed is sitting in a prison in Bahamas. Sam Bankman Freed. This is all fucking a show. The whole the whole point of being in the Bahamas is, you know, you're bankrolling all those people in the Bahamas so that when something like this happens, yeah, they can say they went and picked them up, but that doesn't mean he, they're just driving down the street and let them out and walk home. It's like, it's the Bahamas. It's,
1: right.
0: there's no way that he's in a prison cell in the Bahamas. I'm just saying that right now. There's no possible way.
1: Well, and you know, this is a thing where <clears throat> we'll call our shot right now, or I'll call my shot, you don't have to just agree with me blindly, but with the amount of money that they donated to Democratic political causes, this is not a shot of Democrats, it's just the truth, you know, that's where they donated their money to. Would it surprise, because I know it wouldn't surprise me, but I would say that he is not going to serve any substantial jail time that his his friends in the government are going to make sure that he gets it as easy as he can possibly get it. Correct. I only see two options. I see that or he gets Jeffrey Epstein.
0: Man, did you see some of, like, I've been reading some of the articles call it and they're calling them like, I don't, I don't even remember the word. Oh, is it pit? Like I know there's like a term like a pileated woodpecker. Okay. It's like the, the the word is pileated. <laughs> they, they called him pileated in one of these articles, but all the entire time they've talked about how many pills he's on, like, like, basically, he he had to, he was having like some fucking meltdown, and they had to run back to his house to get what? Why are you
1: laughing? Because the definition of of piliated or is having a pilius, specifically having a crest covering the pilium. So they called him that. Okay, I don't know what that means.
0: No, no, I that's what I'm saying. I think they're it's a different term that they're not using the real term for piliated and they're saying he's all pilled up. Got like it, he's it, completely it, got it, got it, got it. like this guy is completely on like psychological drugs. Oh, totally. So so to me, like tell me a more fucking perfect example of a pawn than a guy who is just absolutely loaded up on psychological meds.
1: Right.
0: You know, it's like it's not even but I don't even think that people would like look at it like that or see it like that at all. Like, you know, they talk about how fucking, you know, nervous he is and anxious and he's on all these medications. It's like, they're just, it's a, there's like, it's like all those news articles are just subconsciously putting in your head that like, Oh, this guy is completely unstable anyway. Like, Oh, that's his problem. He's, he's all messed up on psychoactive, you know, or psychological medications. And next thing, you know, it's like something happens to him. Poof. You know, it's just,
1: yeah, I, it seems like uh mental, the pendulum on mental health has swung so much that like, it's now, also an excuse for people to do things they know they shouldn't do like if does that make sense like like we have become so sensitive to people's mental health which is a good thing like it like you know i have a i have a friend who shall remain nameless at this moment who you know is going through a breakup having a tough time who's like been texting me all morning about like what he's feeling and what he's going through and i think that's fucking awesome because like As guys, we don't talk a a lot about like what's bothering us and you may get into it on the surface level, but how often do you really deep, get deep down, like how you feel about something? It doesn't happen all that often. That's just the nature of society and how we were raised and and it's all good. But the pendulum has shifted now and we like tend to be more uh, accepting and understanding of people's mental health and, and issues they may be having. That being said, I think we also give people a lot of leeway when you find out that they have mental health issues, whether it be depression, anxiety, you know, bipolar, whatever it may be. Now we give people more leeway because they're like, oh, you know he's got he's got uh, some mental health things he's dealing with, And it's like you can be an anxious person. You can be someone that suffers from depression. You can be somebody that suffers from bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, whatever it may be unless you have a severe mental health issue that like, you know, requires constant monitoring, you still know what you're doing is wrong. Like this dude knew what he was doing was wrong. Like there's no fucking way he didn't know. Like, I I don't have any, I don't have a degree period, but I definitely don't have a degree in finance and especially not in financial regulation. And I could have told you that taking, Customer deposits from one company and then using them to fund a hedge fund that is not necessarily associated with the exchange is wrong. And of course, this fucking dude knew that. And of course, everybody working for him knew it. The problem is, is they were having so much fun and getting away with it that everybody was great. Then the bottom drops out. The bottom on the entire market drops out. Inflation goes through the roof. Crypto is not doing as well as it used to be. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a problem you got to fix a hole and so you do something you know is blatantly illegal and now the guy gets a pass because he's got he's got you know anxiety and depression fuck that like fuck that he he shouldn't get a pass for that like he he knew what he was doing was wrong he's obviously a smart guy there's no fucking way you can sit here and tell me that this guy didn't know and that he deserves a pass fuck that
0: yeah and then the other thing it's just like that you can just cry, or it's like the new, you know, cry wolf is like, you just cry a mental disorder and then boom.
1: Which is shitty. Like it's shitty that we've gotten to a place of society where it's become both a. Well,
0: I think it's like, there's so many small, like low level (laughs) scenarios. And now you're looking at like, you know, a tens of billion dollar scenario. It's like, It's that's a pretty like, you know, you're at a high stage. Like, shit, man. Just look like even all the people that are involved, like, you look at how like shitty they're doing, like straight up, like Tom Brady, huge time spokesperson for FTX, like he looks like FTX straight up.
1: No, he's gonna win a Super Bowl. I don't know
0: about I think. Well, that's what history will say, that, you know, when when Tom Brady has the biggest loss in his career, he goes on to win the Super Bowl that year. Um, But you know what I'm saying? It's yep. just like... The, the fact that they got so, I guess, giant so fast with so many big names so fast, and then the bottom falls out so fast. I mean, it's just so fast. And... Not to mention, you know, this is all turmoil, huge, like $40 billion, yada, yada. Like, don't forget, like we just sent like, ah, uh, and, like, and like Uno, one installment, which we've sent many, like, I'm pretty sure they just sent $82 billion to Ukraine for a care package. You know, uh, it's like... yeah. You know, and you're looking at, like, oh, this huge thing, like FTX, yada, yada. And then it's like, whoa, wait a second. This is like pennies compared to, you know. Other, and then, like, well, I'm pretty sure the Pentagon just, like, misaccounted for, like, uh, a couple trillion. Um,
1: Yeah, I sent that to you as well. Hold on. What, me, what was that? Let me pull that up. That was, uh, man, I sent you a lot of stuff this week. The Pentagon has the Pentagon has failed its fifth audit in a row. Their annual budget is eight hundred billion dollars. They were unable to account for sixty one percent of the three point five trillion in assets. Meanwhile, the IRS needs you to report every Venmo transaction over six hundred dollars. So, rules for thee, not for me. It's but.
0: But, here we are talking about the FTX shit, and it's like, okay, I guess we're talking about it, but look at like, you know, no we I guess we should be talking about that one too. but we yeah, just but
1: uh, and also here's the here's the thing. we got, we got five minutes left. So here's the thing. as somebody who is not a fan of the government, I've made that very clear on here multiple times, and not a fan of the way our government system is specifically run you can get as upset as you want about it and stomp your feet and yell and call your congress people and all that stuff it's never going to change i mean it's just i said this whatever last week or the week before who watches the watchmen like if you're if you're people that are meant to be in control of these things and pull the the strings and make sure that everything is checks and balances are also the same people that benefit from the system it's never going to happen. It's just, it's just the fucking world we live in. And it just, it sucks because I think the average American is so much more aware of what goes on in the government nowadays than they ever were. And the more aware you are, the more aware you are that you can't do anything to change it.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, it's an all time, Failing system, but I'm seeing it appears that she's pretty propped up and uh <laughs> working like a charm,
1: just like, like, uh, uh, there's nothing to be stopped here. Uh, all right, Ben, we got three minutes left. What's your prediction for the world cup final tomorrow?
0: Uh, who's in it?
1: Argentina, France, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Argentina. Okay, what's your score? Three, two. I will go. I also think Argentina. this is World Cup rigged, okay? No team has repeated or has won back-to-back World Cups since, I want to say, 1962. It's been 60 years, so if France were to win, they would repeat. Uh, this is also probably Lionel Messi's last World Cup, uh, so maybe a little bit of... World Cup rigged, little Argentina wins because they want to see Messi win one before his career ends. Uh so I will go I will go one through full time extra time, and then Argentina wins on penalty kicks. I will say four two three on penalty Yeah, kicks. but they can't rig a penalty kick. Sure they can. They'll find they'll find a way. It's FIFA, dude. FIFA is <laughs> FIFA is maybe the most corrupt sports organization that's I know. ever existed. I know. They'll find a way. They will definitely find a way. Um, they
0: got magnetic balls. They just steer them out of the yeah, way. Yeah, right. You, just,
1: <laughs> you see this kick is going perfect, and it just takes a hard right out into the stands. Um,
0: Can you believe the spin he put on
1: that one?
0: <laughs> oh, crook.
1: Um All right, so you've got 3-2. I've got 2-1 on penalty kicks. Sounds good. We'll check back in with that uh, next week. Uh, Christmas, Christmas episode next week.
0: Lionel with a Hattie.
1: Lionel with a Hattie. Oh man, that would be. I might lay a little money on that because that's probably pretty big odds. Um. All right, we'll check back in next week. Christmas episode next week. Uh. Yeah. Great good. chat, pal. Love you.
0: <clears throat> Love you.